everyone, Shirley here. Most federal contractors report that pricing federal proposals is a mystery, requiring at best a lot of guesswork. They perceive that all they have to work with are indirect rates and profit, and they have absolutely no idea how agency decision makers go about evaluating prices. That's what we're talking about today. What do we mean by strategic pricing? When do you start pricing a proposal? What are the tools and levers successful contractors use? And how do you convince decision makers of the value you deliver for the pricing that you've proposed? To help me with this complex but important topic, I reached out to Marcia Lindquist, CPP, APMP Fellow, founder of Granite Leadership Strategies, and author of the recently published groundbreaking book, The Secrets of Strategic Pricing for Government Contractors. Welcome, Marcia. I'm pleased to be with you today, Shirley. Well, I'm pleased to have you. Marcia, tell the audience a little about yourself and Granite Leadership Strategies. I've been pioneering pricing strategy for GovCons for over 30 years, Shirley. Scientific and high-technology companies, large and small, have been my main interest. Granite Leadership Strategies concentrates on strategic pricing, the creative accounting needed to win government contracts, as well as federal compliance. Client innovative solutions are what we are known for. We're an integral member of our client's GovCon team, helping them win more business profitably. Frankly, I love bringing the importance of pricing as a top consideration for our clients. Well, Marcia, I'm so glad that you're passionate about this important topic. You're so good at what you do. I'm honored that you're able to carve out some time with us today to talk about strategic pricing. So let's begin with a definition. Exactly what is strategic pricing? Well, strategic pricing is a well-developed and thoughtful process that requires planning, forward thinking, research, preparation, and eagerness to do what it takes to win on price. Consideration for profitability retention is paramount. The anatomy of a winning price strategy is a complex and complete view of decisions and deliberate actions. The all-important data for those decisions and the critical merits and value advantages to arrive at a riveting price, surely. Well, thank you, Marcia. That That's uh, very comprehensive, and I think it's beyond what most small businesses especially really understand. So in our discussion today, we're going to address some of these decisions, actions, and the data to arrive at a winning yet profitable price. But to put our conversation in context, how do reputation and market positioning result from a company's pricing practices? Well, your reputation as a low-priced contractor or a contractor that does not deliver what they say for what they bid makes its way into the minds of agencies who are familiar with you. There are reviews of your work that all prime contractors receive that are public information, and the price is a piece of that information. You know, your price and how you position it in your pricing proposal says so much about the quality of your work and how you carry out what you say you're going to do. The bottom line, folks, is that people talk. Your behavior as a contractor establishes your reputation among all entities in the federal marketplace. 
So Marcia, what do small businesses most often misunderstand about the strategy that goes into pricing a proposal? Well, surely there's more to pricing a proposal than just slapping together some prices that you may have used before or may think are the right range. You know, early pricing involvement is critical to choosing the right tools to use, doing the homework and the data gathering, and establishing a series of pricing reviews, including preliminary pricing to allow the executives time to digest the price and revise more than once. You make an important point. Pricing is not something that you leave until the end of the proposal process and perform once. It is an iterative process with input from a variety of sources. Let's talk about the tools, homework, and data gathering that are necessary. Can you give us an idea of how successful contractors approach these activities? Sure. Um, Let's separate homework and data gathering from tools a little bit. So successful contractors use repeatable processes that include gathering information long before the RFP comes out about the customer, the competition, and their own company. They get information, for example, about what pricing hot buttons the customer has, like no project management time, or about their competition, you know, such as what they've won recently and for how much, and about themselves, like what would our indirect rates um, do if we win this contract. Tools you may want to consider for your successful price bag might include early internal pricing model development, or discussions with your teammates preliminarily about what their price might look like. Successful contractors begin data gathering as soon as they know they're pursuing a project and begin scenarios of the pricing often, surely. So given that, Marcia, when is the best time to start pricing a proposal? Early. Most contractors start when the RFP is out. They lose important data gathering and scenario time when they do that. Uh, start when you first think about bidding on a contract. That is usually in the capture stage before the draft RFP is even out. There is so much you can begin to examine and put in front of the executives of your company. Give your management information and the choices they need to make, and you diminish the last-minute price cut so many are emotionally inclined to do, surely. I have seen this all too often, Marcia. Many executives make emotional decisions about pricing, but they would never take that same approach about their proposals, technical or managerial volumes. So many federal contractors think that all they have to work with on pricing are indirect rates and profit, and I know you disagree with this. What are three key strategic pricing tools you have to work with beyond indirect rates and profit margins? Wow, Shirley, so many. Three of my top strategic pricing tools include impacting G&A rates, uh, a simple but necessary way to, yes, work on one of the indirect rates, right? Two is gathering direct salary information from reliable and trusted sources to ascertain the most competitive data. That's so you can make the right choices. Escalation rates are one of these days that is getting more attention and making the bids more exciting. Don't just pull a rate out from your imagination. Get your company history and compare that to a trusted paid-for source 
that projects escalation for the commodity or salaries in your industry. That is really good advice, Marcia. I do see a lot of companies pulling rates out of their imagination. And there are a number of companies that service the GovCon market that can provide objective data. Marcia, we need to take a break. I'm talking to Marcia Lindquist, founder of Granite Leadership Strategies and author of the book, The Secrets of Strategic Pricing for Government Contractors, on exactly what strategic pricing does for small and large GovCons. When we come back, we'll talk about how government decision makers evaluate price. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This Growthmasters Federal presentation is hosted by Shirley Collier, President and Founder of Scale to Market. Scale to Market helps businesses think, plan, collaborate, and build market value by developing and executing customized, data-driven business development playbooks, building efficient information systems, and creating high-performing BD teams. Utilizing the proprietary Davy Business Development Growth Framework, Scale to Market partners with business owners and executives to increase their company's value by achieving profitable and sustainable growth in the federal marketplace. Email Shirley at scollier at scaletomarket.com to learn more about the Davy Growth Framework and how it can be instrumental in helping grow your federal contracting business. Back now to Shirley's conversation with Marsha Lindquist, founder of Granite Leadership Strategies, and author of the best-selling Secrets of Strategic Pricing for Government Contractors as they discuss how to price and win profitable contracts. Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking about pricing tools. Now let's talk about how the government evaluates pricing proposals. The government evaluators are looking at the details of what you put into your pricing, including the crucial pricing narrative. Give the evaluator all that they need to make sure you are proposed reasonable data, and in some cases, for cost plus work, realistic pricing. The last chapter of my book addresses the value proposition and how you can make that the cornerstone of what convinces the evaluator to choose you. The government is going to see if what you propose makes good business sense. If you priced it too low for doing what they ask, they will know that and they can bring your prices up to come to a more reasonable total evaluated price. It's not only the low price that wins. In fact, if your prices are too low, that can be an indicator to the government that you are not experienced and realistic. The government likes doing business with companies that are well-run and that have sustainable business models. It is too risky for them to depend upon contractors that might go out of business after contract award because they were too conservative and unrealistic about the true cost of doing business in the federal sector. Marcia, can you give us an example of a company that understands how the government evaluates pricing and an example of a company that did not? Absolutely. So when a company understands how the government evaluates pricing, it's a wonderful experience. They do things right. They read, understand, and digest everything about the requirements. They prepare a compliance matrix 
that assures them and the government that they are responsive to what's being asked. They then provide all of the documentation that is being asked for and more, more of what they know the government did not ask for but specifically will cement the facts they present like backup documentation about salaries, escalation, and material quotes. They also give the evaluator facts about their bid that help them come to the right conclusions about their price, like an executive summary that highlights the value in dollars or savings that they bring. A company case that I can talk about is one that did not understand the evaluation process. It's the direct opposite. They often cite that the government did not ask for documents that we suggest they provide as supporting material. They resist the suggestion that they provide information that is not asked for. They do not play to the evaluator to give them all they ask for and more, more of what will make their job easier and bring them to the right conclusion. Now, we're going to talk about the executive summary of the pricing volume in a minute, but I want to reiterate what you just said because so many small businesses don't understand this. It is your job as a bidder to help government decision makers reach the right conclusions regarding the value of your pricing. They have to substantiate their award decision, and you have to help them defend their decision to select you. Is that right, Marcia? Absolutely true. So how can government contractors get some consistency in their strategic pricing efforts? Most of all follow a well-designed process that's repeatable, executable by all who touch pricing and incorporates evaluating all the pricing tools available to you. In, in our book, we give you three complementary checklists and tools to use. Our clients who win use these checklists and tools over and over again. I love checklists and use them a lot in my practice as well. Can you highlight a few of these checklists and tools for our audience? Oh, absolutely. The first is a strategic pricing process checklist. This tells you all the process tasks that are homework, prime contract responsibilities, teammate responsibilities, and what you need to do to get from the RFP to final pricing and what you have to do to button it up. Another tool is the Strategic Pricing Tools Checklist. In this one, we summarize all 27 tools available to you to consider in preparing your pricing strategy. Some are background tools and others are strategies we talk about in detail. They are complementary for those who purchase. If government contractors want to make their pricing the best it can be, you talk about presenting a strong value proposition in the written pricing document, uh, as we alluded to a little bit earlier. Why does that business case value proposition become so important to winning a bid? Oh, here's where the winners win, Shirley. This is one of my favorite topics in pricing strategy. I advocate an executive summary just for the price volume. Why? Because the price volume has so much latitude to put more into it than was asked for. I'm not talking about frivolous words, but rather quantifying the value you bring to the customer in dollars and telling them how you will use their money to bring them more value than your competitor. Think about this. 
What is more important in a business proposal is that the words, graphs, pictures, and numbers gel so that your customer gets the right message that you want to portray and the specific results you offer are meaningful to them. Give them a reason to choose you. They will use your words in this value proposition to validate and tell why they chose you. What is more powerful than that? You're exactly right, and and I agree. You want to make their jobs easy. Give us an example of a good pricing volume executive summary. Well, each executive summary shapes up differently. There are no two that are alike. I follow a general format of summarizing first the main pricing theme we carry throughout the pricing volume. Um, What's your major emphasis about your price? The message you want the customer to keep in their mind as they review the pricing and read the narrative. Then we usually find items of the value proposition that translate to monetary savings or resources for the customer. We weave a visual that gives the picture we want the readers, evaluators to keep in their minds with a powerful caption that says it all succinctly. That is very good advice, Marcia. I want to summarize some of the major points we discussed. As small government contractors grow, a maturation step is to increase their sophistication and discipline related to pricing. Competitive winning bids are produced by interdisciplinary teams who put careful thought into the exercise. Their discussions are informed by market intelligence that includes objective data and an understanding of the prospective customer's pricing evaluation philosophy. Low bid does not always win, contrary to commonly held beliefs. Federal decision makers select smart, successful companies to help them achieve their missions. As a small government contractor, your challenge is to rise to the occasion. Develop a deep understanding of your target agency, office, program, and initiatives, and describe in detail how your approach is not just different than the competition, but better than the competition. And express empathy for their environment, their budgetary constraints, their culture, and their daily pressures. This narrative develops the context for your pricing. It tells a compelling, convincing story. And of course, hire pricing experts who have been doing this successfully for years. Pricing strategy is nuanced. Marcia, what do you want our audience to take away from our conversation today? Strategic pricing is all about making the best decisions that drive you to the right price. Start early in the proposal process to get information to your executives. That is powerful. Use all the tools available to you and integrate repeatable processes to get there. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with our audience today, Marcia. Thank you, Shirley, for having me. Well, it's been great having you. And folks, if you would like to get in touch with Marcia, she can be reached at Marcia at GraniteLeadershipStrategies.com. Or you can reach out to us here at Scale to Market, and we'll make sure you're connected. Marcia is the author of the recently published groundbreaking book, Secrets of Strategic Pricing for Government Contractors, which can be found on Amazon and at the website secretsofstrategicpricinggovcon.com. 
This is Shirley Collier, president of Scale to Market and host of the Growth Masters Federal Podcast, signing off for now. As we close, I want to thank you for joining us today and encourage you to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit our website, that's scaletomarket.com with the number two in the middle, where you will find our library of podcasts, webcasts, white papers, my blog, and other links and resources. While there, please leave us a comment or suggestion so we can stay focused on what's important to you. We'll see you next time. Thank you.